Welcome out, everybody, to the D2D podcast, our Golden Door Deep Dive section, where we learn all the tips and tricks of the highest performers in the industry. Today, we are blessed to have in the studio Mr. Adam Clark, all the way from Boise, Idaho. Dude, Adam, you had a huge summer. Let's let's dive right into it, man. How'd it go? Yeah, dude, it was a it was a great summer. Uh, first summer at a new company, and had an incredible experience, to say the least, for sure. That's awesome. Where, where whereabouts were you? Uh, so I was with Grit Marketing, and we sold in uh, New Jersey this summer. Ooh, New fun. Jersey! Yeah, yeah. little East Coast action. Yeah, yeah. What what were people like in New Jersey? It was uh, <clears throat> it was different for sure because I sold in Atlanta for my first three years in the industry, and it was way nice people, super rapport based, and then Jersey was definitely a little bit more uh, quick and to the point. So yeah, little adjustment period, but uh, it was really fun. Yeah, for sure. So, okay, you sold in Atlanta, you sold in New Jersey. Where else have, have you been? What's your track um, record? <clears throat> Houston and Dallas just for preseason and postseason blitzes, um, but Atlanta and Jersey, like, full-time summer. Awesome, awesome. Well, dude, um, absolutely incredible work this summer. How much revenue did you end with? Uh, so I'm at 700K currently. Uh, currently? Currently. Cause, so uh, the timer has not stopped. Yeah, we have a blitz coming up uh, at the end of October for two weeks, and I'm going back out to do right about 50 to 60K more. Okay. Just to hit uh, a milestone I want to hit. So. You, hit, you going back to the Jersey market, or where are you off to? Uh, TBD right now. Um, okay. I'm not sure exactly what market. There's a few choices, Texas, Oklahoma, different markets, but uh, still getting finalized right now. Awesome. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. Because the revenue clock has not stopped for Mr. Adam Clark. Um, so walk me through, how did you get in the industry? Like, what got you to where you're at now? Yeah, that's a great question. And I'll try and be as quick as possible because I love talking about this. Um, I started in what's called College Pro Painters. There's also Serta Pro Painters and College Works. Basically, you run a painting franchise, like a house painting franchise. Uh, so it gives you all the experiences of, running a business, hiring people, payroll, all the hats to be worn, um, including knocking doors. So that was my first experience, like just knocking doors to get leads, basically. Um, And then my buddy reached out to me from high school, how it always works out, and uh, told me about the summer job selling pest control. And it sounded weird, sounded like a scam at first, I'm not gonna lie. I pictured carrying like a jug of pest control, like pesticide, door to door. Um, (laughs) But I had ambitious goals my first year, went out, had a great experience, and yeah, love door to door. It's changed my life. It's it's a cool, very very cool industry. Yeah, I mean, how many people think it's a scam initially? Um, it's it's funny. So when I was in high school, I don't know if you know who David Royce is. He's one of the yeah, chairman in Active. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was one of my young men's leaders okay. in high school, and he had big old mansion. Like he, the guy was loaded. He's a cool guy, and I all. I swear every week I'm like, hey, dude, what do you do for work? And he literally is like, oh, I do pest control. And I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> he, was like, he was telling me, I'm a kid. You telling me. <laughs> I'm like, you're just messing with me because I'm, I'm 16. I don't know any better. I'm like, no, you're not. I, I was looking. he's like an exterminator. I'm like, mm-mm, doesn't work like that. I'm like, all right, well, like, you better hire me then. Like, I'll work for you. And he's like, oh, we'll talk after your mission. So, but it's, it's, it is funny how, you know, we get led into this job. You know what I mean? So uh, you've been in the industry, what, what did you say, four years now? Uh, yeah, this was my fourth year in pest control, fifth if you count the college pro painting type thing. Okay, 
So walk me through now through the Golden Door process. So what is like the psychology of the Golden Door winner? What did it take for you to achieve this? Dude, yeah, great question. Um, I actually just talked to a lot of the grit guys about this. A couple days ago we had our general leadership basically event. And it all comes down to self-belief at the end of the day. Because if you can't believe at first that you want to achieve something, like a golden door, for example, and this applies to everything in life, but if you can't see yourself doing it, see yourself achieving it, it's just it's not going to happen. Um, and I think learning from other people that that's where that comes from is huge, and being surrounded with the right people to help make that vision come true. Yeah, what, what are some other key elements of um, establishing that belief in yourself? Uh, I think everyone talks about it, like doing hard things. Uh, you know, people talk about cold plunges or doing 75 hard or these different challenges. But I think it's true. I think the more hard things you can do in life, <clears throat> that way when you get out in the summer, for those of us that have done it, it's hard out in the summer. But when you can reflect back on those harder times, it makes those other times seem easier. Yeah. It's a lot easier to go through those. Um, and just knowing that your goal means more than anything. There's nothing that's going to stop you from getting to that goal. Yeah. Um, it's basically like an equation, like one of our guys at the Grit talks about this, uh, Calvin Escobedo, and it's literally a, for a formula. Like you have your goal and you just accept there's going to be a lot of stuff that gets in there, a lot of crap, right? A lot of, yeah. a lot of B. Uh, but your goal over here, it doesn't matter what you have to get to because your goal comes first and you're going to push through that regardless. Yeah. And do you feel like it's a process to get to that that kind of mindset or like what does it take to really like get there yeah I think it definitely is a process for sure I don't think you just wake up one day and like I'm gonna do this because <laughs> I remember at one point in my career in door to door uh, I didn't think a golden door was possible I just I was like that's those guys I can't do that that's, that's not me um, but then once I got around the right people and that self-belief was in everyone around me. Like everyone had this crazy self-belief to do huge things. It wasn't just here or there, it mm -hmm. was everyone. So it just really helped me have my vision and myself to just have even more self-belief and kind of have that that question like, why not me? Why can't yeah. I? You know, so. Absolutely. Who would you say has been your biggest mentor along this path? Whew. It's a tough one. Um, I've been in the industry for four years, right? Uh, been in a new company, Grip Marketing, for a year. But I would, I'd honestly say Zach Seeger. Um, I know he's been on here. Shout out. Shout out to the boy. Uh, but he, he has the most self-belief out of anyone. He could tell Absolutely. me he wants to do any goal next summer. I'd believe him, uh, which is crazy. But I just, I just think watching him all summer, because we were in the same office and we co-managed, but watching what he did all summer, it was just so inspiring. And just seeing that self-belief in him and just how much he pushed me I think he for sure has been, him and Drew Hansen for sure have been the two biggest role models since, uh, especially on the road to the Golden Door for that, for that part of it, for sure. Yeah, and that's kind of been like the common theme of uh, Golden Door winners is, is the essence of the belief in it and then the importance of surrounding yourself with people that both believe in you and that uh, cultivate that level of belief that you have in yourself in order to attain it. And I think that's powerful. Um, so now I kind of want to speak to the work ethic aspect of it. Sure. What's the level of work ethic that it takes to get there? It's hard, uh, and I think that's what people don't want to hear is there's still a lot of hard work. There's no secret script. There's no secret sauce. It's the same thing, ant, spiders, wasp. 
for everyone, right? <laughs> three feet out. <laughs> three feet out, three feet out, baby. Uh, but I think what people don't realize with any you know, ambitious goal is there's a lot of hard work and there's a lot of sacrifice. Uh, and you, you have to understand that and mm-hmm. expect that. So going out there for a huge goal, you have to know that there's no days off. I mean, sure, we all have the Sunday day off, right? That's sure. Our, our one day off. But it's Monday through Saturday. You work sun out, first one on the doors, last one off the doors. It doesn't matter if it's pouring rain. You're out there getting drenched. It doesn't matter. Um, it back, back to that equation, right? Like your goal is more important than anything. So whatever work you have to put in to get there, you're going to do it. Yeah. And, and it, it's absolutely, and <clears throat> like you said, a lot of people don't want to hear that. A lot of people want the, what's your pitch? Hey, what are you saying? What's the, how do, how do I overcome the exit objection? When really it's just the mindset and that work ethic that is honestly probably 90% of it. It really is, yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's insane. So uh, now just a couple questions about the New, Jer- New Jersey market in this last summer. So did you experience a lot of market saturation? What was it like out there? It was cool. I liked it a lot. Um, it rained a lot more than I expected. Honestly. Okay. Good amount of rain. But weather was you know, pretty nice for the most part. I liked the, the fact that people were quicker. Uh, yeah. For sure. But the saturation was, was good. There was uh, two other competitors there in that market, and that was it. There really wasn't a huge market. There was some solar there as well, but mm-hmm. it wasn't a huge door-to-door market, I think just because uh, it's not a very traditional market for like door-to-door, I guess. You know, okay. Compared to Texas, Atlanta, these big, big markets. Sure. Um, California. I think it's just a little bit different. It was cool. It was a it was a great experience. A lot of money in Jersey, which was fun. Absolutely, yeah. And and the reason I speak to that, a lot of people, I think, uh, will blame their area. Will blame like, oh, it's because there's too much saturation here, or maybe like there's not enough saturation here. Like, you know, the people are too mean, or people are too quick, or or things like that. So um, over the summer, um, what were kind of your like? motivation hacks how'd you get through the hard days like especially when it's raining it's you're getting drenched people are saying no i think the the big thing for me was missing a goal at one point in my life in this industry and not hitting that really like had an impact on me and i remember that feeling of setting a goal telling everyone about it and then not doing it and that feeling i had yeah it was almost like shame in my eyes because for me, that's integrity. Like when you say you're gonna do something, even if it's a goal, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna do it. Yeah. So I think going out there is just not wanting that feeling and wanting that feeling of, I told everyone what I was gonna do, mm-hmm. and I did it, and I kept my word, and I kept my yeah. end of the bargain. And I think a lot of people lose sight of that come uh, midsummer because the money gets good, the summer gets hard, a lot of variables come up. But I think just telling yourself mentally, and that's one of my strengths is having really positive. Life and on the door so no matter what it was raining oh well it could be super hot eight o'clock no sales oh well, I, I still have two hours always finding like the glass half full is helpful yeah absolutely because I, I i think a lot of reps do fall into the like they start making excuses for themselves they're like oh like i got a little bit of cash in my pocket now like yeah. i can lighten up but i feel like the way you end is is it speaks everything to your integrity. It speaks everything to the the person that you are. And, and it's like you said, when you didn't complete your goal, the feeling that you had when you had told everybody, hey, this is what I'm going to do, and I didn't do it. 
but then contrast that with the feeling of actually doing it. Like, what was the, how different was that of a feeling? Well, it's cool because uh, <clears throat> I had that feeling my rookie year of the telling everyone the goal, hit the goal. I had that, and it was butterflies. It was cool. I remember my, my technician sending me a video of like him submitting the last account with like a song to it. It was all this hype. It was so cool. And the next two years was just like plateau. Yeah. And goal missed it. Goal missed it. Um, and then now hitting that goal, like it's it's still there. That's why I gotta go back out at the end of October. But uh, <laughs> the feeling it's gonna be is just it's insurmountable. It just I think it, it just shows in all aspects of your life because the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Yeah. And I'm a big believer in if you say you're gonna do something, you follow through on. Your word should be true as everything. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think a lot of people underestimate that. They underestimate the power of keeping those commitments that you make to yourself because that's the essence of confidence. Mm -hmm. And you can't have sales without confidence. It's a transfer of energy, transfer of emotion. Um, so uh, speak to me about your own uh, confidence then. Like what... You know, we've talked about doing hard things. We've talked about surrounding yourself with great people, believing in yourself. Uh, what, did, what did it look like to you on, like, a daily aspect of, like, building your confidence, stacking your wins? Uh, yeah, more in the summer or before the summer? Uh, let's, uh, let's do both. Let's start with before the summer. Let's shake it up. Sure. Uh, yeah, so definitely, especially kind of focusing on this here before this current summer, really uncomfortable things. Like, I believe there's a lot of growth in the uncomfort. Yeah. Uh, in the uncomfortable zone. Um, so one thing me and my buddies did every morning, for the most part every morning, I say, uh, we'd wake up before dark, or before the sun was up in the morning, and we had a little horse trough in the backyard, and we'd go out and break the ice and get mm. an ice bath. And just every morning, I wanted to sit in bed and be in my warm bed, or I wanted to have a warm shower. The last thing I wanted to do was get in that ice tub, um, and I just know that come summertime, come other times in my life, there's going to be things I don't want to do so bad, but I have to do it. And that's mm -hmm. like biohacking, I think, like re rehacking your brain. Yeah. So like when there's something you really don't want, you just refract back to like, well, I've done this before. I can, I can go through this again. Yeah. Um, so I think the confidence in the off season really just came from like stacking the little wins and just keeping promises to myself, you know? Yeah. Um, setting goals little ones as we go, small ones, whether it's fitness, um, whether it was with, you know, relationships, just keeping those little, you know, promises to yourself. I think that's how you build and develop confidence. I think if you don't have confidence, it's just because maybe uh, inside you tell yourself you're going to do something, but you just don't do it. Mm -hmm. No one else knows, but you know. Absolutely, you know. yeah. So I think that's a huge part. And then in the summer, right, like the confidence in the summer just came from, subconscious talk and, and telling myself every day I am the best. This was a big shift this year of saying it doesn't matter who Drew Hansen is, Zach Seeger, Corbin Hansen, all these guys, like, I can be just like them. I can be one of the top guys. I can yeah. do that. And put myself in that position instead of always saying, oh, that's them. Oh, that's them. So I think self-talk, self-belief, kind of back to what we are talking about, yeah. is huge because if you're talking to yourself in a negative way, you're, you're going you're gonna to look for more negative things in life and reasons why you can't achieve what you want to achieve. Mm -hmm. versus the positive you're going to look for all the ways to make it happen and make you succeed. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, thanks for sharing all these tips. And it's, it, it, it's awesome to see just, like, the correlation between all of you guys and how 
It's literally like the goal and you can't be stopped and the belief and you can't be stopped. You're not letting those, the, you know, the devil on your shoulder tell you otherwise, Damn. which sometimes that voice is really hard to quiet down. Mm-hmm. What do you think you would tell like a new rep that's really struggling with their self-talk? Yeah, I think uh, surround yourself with some good people, just like really good people. So when you're, if you're new to this, if you just had your first summer, if you're looking to get into the door-to-door space, whatever, uh, you know, specific industry, solar, pest, alarm, really, really get to know the company. Go on blitzes, meet different levels of leadership, meet different people, show up to the office at different times. Like, find really good people to be around. That'll help your self-belief. Um, but then when you get out there, come summertime, just don't stress. Yeah, uh, That's going to kill your sales. People are going to see that you're stressed. Just have fun. Uh, the deals will come. Uh, just have fun. Don't stress. And just be your own hero. Have the self-belief. Have the self-talk. Um, and I got a shout-out because I learned all this from Zach Seeger, of course, because <laughs> he has like a hype video of him like hyping himself up Yeah. Uh, of, of the goals he wants to do. So be your own hype person. Um, and, yeah, ignore that. Ignore those demons all the time. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Part of life is working hard to silence that and to uh, – I don't know if you've heard that old parable. It's like two wolves are inside me fighting, biting and clawing. One is good, one is evil. Mm-hmm. Which one wins the fight? The one I feed. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with our self-belief. You know, The side of ourselves that believes we can't do something versus the side of us that aspires to something greater and aspires to accomplish and fulfill our potential. Which one wins the fight? The one you feed. Mm-hmm. And the one that other people feed as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so now let's kind of shift into, because um, there are a lot of like new reps listening to this, a lot of reps that have negotiated on their goal. They've wanted to hit a golden door. They haven't been able to hit it. Um, but especially for those new guys that are listening, maybe they're going to be doing their first summer this year. What would be the number one thing you tell them to do in order to hit that golden door this year? Um, I think for sure is knowing your numbers inside out. Um, so talking about first year reps here. So, first year. Uh, you, your numbers should be so crystal clear in your head. I think any great salesman, business owner, uh, your numbers are so crystal clear. So if you have your goal, okay, well, what does that look like per month? What does that look like per week, per day? Mm-hmm. Um, how many doors you need to knock? What's your closing ratio look like come the summertime? How many people do you need to talk to on average per day? Because then when you have those numbers hacked, it's as simple as saying, okay, well, I need to knock 100 doors a day to talk to this many people, to Mm -hmm. close this many people, to get this many deals, to get this many services for pest control, for example. Yeah. Well, if it takes you five hours to knock that, and you know, you can basically plug and play. So you can just knock a little bit longer, a little bit harder, so you have it completely dialed, so you know exactly where you need to be. Because a big mistake I see with a lot of reps is they don't have a goal. So they come out, and if you have a bunch of reps without a goal, everyone will just kind of do okay. No one's mm. really going to be outstanding. But if everyone has these goals, some are going to be a lot higher, some are going to be you know, more in the middle, some are a little bit lower. But it's going to create everyone to want to push for something. And as mm. other people are hitting their goals, they're going to raise their goals. And other people want to raise their goals. So I think having a goal and knowing your numbers as a first-year rep, is huge. I think those two things yeah. are really, really big um, because you need to know where you need to be at uh, along the way and 
have something you're actually shooting towards instead of just kind of aimlessly working. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So I know that culture is such a big part of this. Um, surrounding yourself with the, all those people that are hitting the goals, that are doing what you aspire to be doing, what would you just say to someone that they're not in that kind of environment? Maybe they're struggling with their leadership. Uh, the reps around them aren't very ambitious. Um, yeah, what would you say to them? Um, yeah, there's there's two answers that are going through my head right now. I'm going to give the, the, the one I'm thinking of that's a little bit nicer. I think the thing you need to do is meet with a bunch of companies. Find what fits you best. Find what suits you best, right? There's tons of different companies. There's tons of different uh, industries you can go into within door-to-door -door as far as you know, solar, pests, all the good stuff. I think it's a matter of choosing what's best for you. Obviously, I'm biased. I'm going to say grit marketing because mm -hmm. I switched to grit marketing. Uh, but I also I say that with a strong faith because they have the numbers and they have the training that I've seen and that people have seen with uh, the verified you know, stats we have. But... I think at the end of the day, it's finding a culture and people that fit you and finding where you belong and what makes the most sense for you and what your goals are. Some people it's money, some people it's building, some people it's... So everyone's goals are different, but if you're not in a good place at the end of the day, the, the short answer is leave. Even if you know, you're know you not in a job, like you're in a healthier place by not being in that environment. Being in a neutral environment is healthier than being in a negative environment, um, in my eyes. So. Don't stay for it. Don't think you can change it. Don't think you can be the, the one to be the hero. Don't think that, well, I, I can change this around. I can turn mm -hmm. this around. Maybe you can, but uh, I would definitely try and surround yourself with people who are doing and achieving what you want to do and achieve in life. Yeah, absolutely, because it all boils back to culture. People you surround yourself with, it's um, more important than most people realize, I think. Mm -hmm. And... Because we're seeing that, you know, the rising tide is lifting all ships. Yeah. Um, especially at a, um, you know, we've been seeing that with your team. We've been seeing that with uh, tons of people in Grit, obviously, which is incredible. Um, and that's what we want all teams to do, um, aspire to that level of greatness. Um, so now let's uh, shift over to um, DDDCon coming up January 25th. Is this going to be your first DDDCon or were you there last year? No, so this will be my second. First one was 2021, I think. Okay. Well, let's see, it was. Yeah, it would have been 2021, I believe, or 2022. Okay. Um, but I'm excited. I'm stoked to. Uh, there's a lot of things I'm excited about. Door to Door Con being here. Like, there's things that I've, I've been listening to this podcast since I was a rookie in this industry. So mm -hmm. it's cool to come full circle. But Door to Door Con last time I went was incredible. So I'm really excited for this one. Yeah, absolutely. What 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 would you say to someone that's kind of on the fence or not sure if they want to go or they, they don't want to fork out the money? Um, well, first off, I think if you're thinking about going, you've probably sold before. Uh, do it. It's an investment in yourself. You're going to network. You're going to meet great people. You can't recruit, if I'm not mistaken, right? There's no... No recruiting. You can't even wear your company logos out. No logos. Yeah, exactly. Yep. It's, it's wonderful. It's amazing. We're Switzerland. Um, exactly. Neutral grounds, right? Have fun, meet new people, collaborate. Um, I think a lot of times we can get really competitive in this industry. Yeah. Uh, but like you guys have done, Sam's done with the door-to-door -door, uh, just space because it brings everyone together. And yeah. All ships rise with the tide, right? So, exactly. Uh, 
way cool event and super stoked to be there. Yeah, because sometimes, you know, we get so tribalistic. It's like, oh, well, like, uh, you know, I remember seeing the hashtag only Vivint or like, mm-hmm. um, you know, different guys from different companies, different industries. They just uh, they get very uh, single minded and where they're at. So it's good to take off the hat. It's good to take off the label and just come together as as a tribe, which is, you know, the, the biggest blessing of DDDCon. It's it's, you know, let's say me as uh, someone as a solar guy can network with. Grit marketing, pick their brains, make friends with them. Yep. You never know what kind of connections can help out down the road. 100%. Yeah. You never know what could form, right? Like different uh, collaborations, different partnerships. You know, the industry, as we've seen, has always shifted and changed pretty mm-hmm. quickly and drastically. So uh, the less bridges you burn, the better. And the more Absolutely. you can build, the better, right? So uh, that's the way I see it. Absolutely. Connect with everyone. Um, so, Adam, uh, we're going to have to let you go here, my man. But any, any final parting words to the audience here? Uh, yeah, biggest thing, I'm such a big believer in this. Just have belief in yourself. right? Just tell yourself you're good enough. Tell yourself you deserve love. Tell yourself that you, know, you deserve happiness. Tell yourself you deserve things. Um, because the self-talk you have is where like, a lot of things start, is the internal dialogue to have so keep that self-talk happy and positive always absolutely well guys you've heard it here first it's been adam clark uh with the golden door deep dive podcast tune in next week we got lots more coming up for you so we'll see you guys